0: In all the animal kingdom, no mother is more devoted than the blue jay. Valuing her eggs above even her own life, the mother bird regularly fights off such fearsome predators as the badger and the mongoose. Of course, one thing mother blue jay can't defend against is a set of steel tongs. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors.
1: It's such a great image when he just goes. <laughs> he just, he just it up, picks up the bird, it's like like, <laughs> like it's a rotisserie look how, chicken. Look how better we are yeah. as humans than these dumb birds. Mongoose, badger have nothing on steel, steel tongs. tongs. It's a it's a really great um, continuation of the. You may remember me from uh, Man versus Nature. The road to uh, the, the road to victory. <laughs> Man versus nature. The road to victory. Yeah. And earwigs. You. Yeah. Um, well, this is two bad neighbors. The final season. Your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons, Seasons one through now. I'm Greg. <laughs> I'm Alan. And today we're talking. Um, well, that's, uh, that's uh, the last scene of uh, Phil Hartman.
0: Yeah, I figured I had to choose a, a Troy McClure quote. Absolutely. For, I for mean,
1: like it's. It's far and away the funniest part of the episode. No, of course. Um, but there's actually some really funny parts of this episode that I completely forgot about. Yeah. Um, because it's quite a forgettable episode. Yeah, you know, this is, a, this is a common thread so far.
0: Yeah. We're only three episodes in. So far, a common thread with all the episodes are not as bad as I remember. Yeah. Still not great. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's not uh, great. you know, it's a season that I've said many times I don't watch often. Uh, I don't return to it because I see the episode titles, and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. I'm like, earwigs, ew. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the I think Lard of the Dance, the first one, is the weakest so far. Uh, I agree. I absolutely it, agree. And uh, we actually more or less liked Wizard of Evergreen Terrace. Yeah. Uh, and this one, uh, you know, we'll get into a bit more, but it's definitely not as bad as I remember. I think yeah. the third act is, is the weakest part. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of really good stuff. Um, we'll get into all that, of course. Uh, Greg, how have you been? <laughs>
1: you know, Al, I've been better. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, my my leg is currently elevated mm-hmm. right now, so I feel okay. Like, yeah. look at that range of movement. That's pretty good. Look, look at that. You know, that's better than it was on Monday. Yeah. Uh, Greg sprained his ankle. Everybody. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I I fell on the ice, not skating, just walking home from. The grocery store. Mm. How
2: Canadian. Yeah. yeah. Also, hi. <laughs> I'm here. I'm Joanna. What's up?
0: Yeah. We uh, we don't like to introduce our guests right away to see how they deal with it. Yeah. And uh,
1: clearly, jo- jo- Joanna, jo- Joanna took offense to it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, friends.
1: Uh, yes. We have a new guest today. It's, it's a social experiment. It's-
2: <laughs> it works. It's
1: a social experiment every single time. Some people just sit in silence and some people, like Joanna, lose their minds. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we love it uh yeah because so i think more often than not they just literally wait and are like unsure like when am i supposed to talk am i supposed to join in yeah Yeah. um and we love it when you join in yeah absolutely Uh, so good work you You passed the test
1: you You guys
2: just started going and i was like yeah that's all we do Uh, okay uh here we go yeah we just roll Uh, with it we're going it's
1: zero to 60 and as fast as eleanor can do it and gone (laughs) in 60 seconds hell yeah well, thank you. Yeah. Joanna Isles is joining us.
0: Uh, welcome.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. Uh, we, we will uh, get into uh, a very important segment mm-hmm. uh, in a moment. Um, but also, uh, how have you been?
2: Oh, you know, <laughs> living the dream, as they say. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely not. You know, we're going through it, but uh, day by day. Day Today's a good day. day.
1: Today's a good day. Yeah, today is a good day. Day by day. Yeah. What's that from? That's from the song Day by Day. Yeah, but...
0: <laughs> thank you, Alan. Isn't that from like a musical or something? Uh, yeah.
1: What, what is it? It's from a chorus line. Oh, thank you.
0: I thought you were just going to say I didn't know. Oh, I was asking. I
1: don't know if it's from a chorus oh, line. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: the confidence
1: yeah look it up. yeah confidence S- maketh the man yeah say it
2: with enough confidence yeah good.
1: and it'll be true you yeah. know that's uh i should go to politics yeah clearly c- like <laughs> anybody can It's d- god spell god i was close you were
2: <laughs> chorus line god
1: very similar as far as i know <laughs> yeah. i've seen neither they're both them. musicals
2: <laughs> yeah
1: i assume god's involved in both of them um, and in I a assume way, lies are involved God in involved in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what a way know. to look
0: at it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I just realized what I know it from because mm. I've never. I just I know that song. I've never seen Godspell. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. They sing of that course. in. Wet How Hot many times American Summer? do you think you've seen Wet Hot American Summer? You, Alan. Uh, uh, over ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> I've seen it a lot. It's very good. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I've I've only seen it once. Really? Yeah. I've wow. never seen it. You never seen it? Oh no. man!
2: It was one of those things that I had like on my list,
0: yeah. but never got to. Yeah. We'll watch it. I'm gonna now make you watch it. Now that you've watched
2: it ten times, and I've heard so.
0: I'm gonna make you watch it. It's 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 uh, like it's hard to describe. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched much of uh, that kind of troupe. Uh, Stella. Uh, they did a had a TV show called Stella. And the state. And the state, right? They were a big part of that. Michael B. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan was yeah. <laughs> part of it, of course. We all know this. Back when he was white. <laughs> Michael Ian Black is who I was gonna say. There we go. Uh, you know, last name Black and yeah, yeah. Michael B Jordan. Jordan's Black. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how my brain <laughs> connects things because I'm a piece of shit. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very funny. It's very absurdism. I love absurd humor. Um, and David Hyde Pierce is very good in it. Uh, there's a part. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say one joke that I really love, and then we'll move on but it's where Janine Garofalo is like, "Hey, come like do a talk at the camp cuz you're like a scientist and the kids like science. Like come do a talk." And he's like, he's like, "No, I really shouldn't." She's like, "Come on, do." He's like, "No, I I I don't know if I should." She's like, "Come on." He's like, "I said no." <laughs> <laughs> like very angry. And she's like, "Oh, okay." Boundaries. That's the kind of uh humor that exists there.
1: It's very funny. It's very good. It's very funny. Um I I only saw it the one time and I saw it with you. And and then I saw it like maybe a half a time because of the series that they that that, yeah, were, yeah. that they put out on Netflix, yeah. which I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, the series is very good. Both series. Yeah, I think they they're too. both yeah. great. And. Um, I remember like the, the memories that I have of wet, hot American summer are less specifics and more just, this was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's so it's, uh, it's, it's so absolutely funny. one of the funniest movies I gotta movies watch ever it then. Yeah. It's a goofy, goofy fun
0: ride. And there's a lot like, yeah, tons of comedian comedians that you yeah. recognize today. There's a huge it. stacked
2: yeah. cast. I remember yeah. being like, gotta watch
1: this. <laughs> yeah. It's a, and it's, as Alan says, it's an absurdist comedy. So it's like, it's the kind of comedy that doesn't age. Oh, Nice at all those are the best yeah. kind it just kind of exists in a vacuum yeah because it's not it's it's just like these are things that are funny yeah. it's kind of like slapstick humor how like when when peter sellers falls over in the pink panther it's always going to be funny yeah or homer falls down the stairs or homer falls the down, down the stairs yeah. three times, three times. <laughs> because you have to <laughs> one with
2: pies
0: which one with pies
1: freshly <laughs> baked pies and they're probably hot <laughs> um one I love of the this... when he falls he
0: throws things in the air as yeah. he does it
1: <laughs> one of the like it's 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 one of the episode's best jokes yeah easily and it's a, it's impressive how funny just someone falling downstairs still is yeah <laughs> yeah true i had a um i had a video from way back when like like 10 years ago come up on my facebook memories um and it was an old sketch that i made where a friend of mine apropos of nothing is walking down the stairs of my old house and just falls all the way down the stairs. And it's one of those where you can like where we're like you could there's a banister so I could like put the camera over and it was just an over the top and you could see him fall <laughs> all the way down and then and then just starfish at the bottom of the stairs. Like and me just describing it is funny and seeing it is really really funny. And at the looking at it now I'm like how the hell did we get him to do that without injuring himself? Badly, how, how did you? <laughs> well, he's a small guy, mm. so he could fit yeah. down the stairs. Is this someone I know, no, I don't okay. think you met him. Um, but the, the, the I don't care. <laughs> the the point is, he could have easily got his leg caught in one of those you know, banister things and sprained his ankle real sure. bad. Yeah, I'm just thinking about a lot, it. A lot of things I got that nothing. on the eye, yeah, mind you know,
0: yeah. uh, people sprain their ankles for lots of. Uh, in seemingly insignificant reasons, yeah. like walking on the ice. Yeah. Um, I heard a pop.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I've no. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's exactly the... I mean, I've told you that I have done the same thing to my ankle twice in my life, both times a nightmare, but the first time I remember that very distinctly is that that popping sound where I was like, that can't be good. Yeah, that's but bad. But have you
2: ever slipped on ice and fallen down the stairs? Mm.
1: At the same time? At the same time. Like Marv in... Home Alone. Oh God, no! Big Marv I've, energy. I've never done that. I've never done that. Thank God. Um, but it's like, it's amazing when you when you watch that movie, mm-hmm. and they're not dead <laughs> by the time they get to the to the treehouse. Yeah, it becomes a cartoon. Yeah, where they're like Looney Tunes characters getting beat up. Like just the first thing, just falling down the stairs mm-hmm. for men of that age. Mm. Should be dead. They'd be dead. Absolutely. They'd be dead, or at very least unconscious for a long time. They're. I don't forget many, you know, names and birthdays. Yeah, I don't know how many concussions they suffer (laughs) in 20 minutes in that movie, but paint cans, uh, the iron, the iron. Yeah, that's that's a metal object.
2: Hot metal object. Hot
1: metal object. It's brutal. Steams his face. Yeah. Let's so not forget getting shot in the face with a BB gun. <laughs> That's right. Much like Bart Much shoots like a, bird. a bird
0: in this. All right, so let's uh, let's move on to our our uh, next segment when we have new guests. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, this segment is called "What's Your Story." Okay. Uh, And basically, we just want to know what's your what's your relationship with The Simpsons? Like, did you did you watch it growing up? Uh, Have you never seen it until today? Uh, Do you have a favorite episode if you if you have watched it more than today? Uh, That kind of thing. Just a general rundown of like, what did The Simpsons mean to you, if anything?
2: That's a great question. Uh, so I grew up in a household where my dad was a pastor, actually, mm. surprisingly enough. If you know me, that's a Did he own his own shock. Bible or did he have Yeah, I was I just going to say, say he owns his own Bible, surprisingly <laughs> enough. Um, but we would sometimes watch the Simpsons, uh, here and there, but sometimes the jokes would get a little too crude mm-hmm. for my family. Sure. Um, so s- they would sometimes watch it at night and I would sometimes like do that little kid thing where like I get out of bed and kind of like creep around the corner and like watch the episode from the sidelines. Then if they get off the couch, like run back to my room. (laughs) And so I, uh, that was my kind of relationship with Simpsons. Um, my parents are split too. So my dad lives in, uh, on vancouver island so he is not religious so i would go visit him and we would watch simpsons all the time he introduced me to family guy which I, i'm not into and you know not not my thing but <laughs> it, it was the you know yeah it's those what like adult, those adult cartoon on, quotes, sort yeah. of thing um yeah so so that's kind of my relationship with with the simpsons i i don't think i really watch it that much as an adult yeah but yeah
0: well now it's on d plus yeah so you can watch you can binge it if oh you I want. can't wait
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and oh, then yeah. you can
0: listen along to our show while you do it
2: it'll make so much more sense yeah
0: I suggest everyone does that
2: I will <laughs> suggest that to all my friends
1: <laughs> just like everyone else we have become Disney shills yes <laughs> Please, subscribe to Disney, get Disney Plus, Plus. <laughs> WandaVision, WandaVision now, now streaming out.
0: guess what's coming Loki Muppet Show Oh yeah,
2: Muppet Show. Oh, did the you whole, not do yeah, the
1: whole All original Muppet Muppet oh, Show. Oh, that's I good. Mean, that's good. I mean, I'm actually very excited. Yeah, I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, it's about really time. I mean, to be it's perfectly time frank, to, time to l- it's play time the music. To play the music, it's time it's to, time to time light to like the, the lights. Light. lights. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, they, you heard they they fired Steve Whitmire, right? Yeah, I heard. Uh, I, I I mean, I didn't
0: hear that or they or he resigned. he's not Kermit anymore. what I heard. I wasn't sure what the details were, but and
1: on the it's the it's like the Skype. Like on the on the Muppet Show Skype Muppet show Muppets now Muppets now yeah thank you <laughs> I never watched it no I watched <laughs> I the first wanna... I watched the first three minutes and I heard Kermit speak and I'm like that's oh no. not Kermit oh no Kermit really? is Steve Whitmire and Jim Henson yeah and only because Steve Whitmire does a damn good Jim Henson he does yeah that's it.
2: I'm scared to ask this question. Is Steve Whitmire alive? Yep. He is. So yeah. why is there, do you know why he's not doing Kermit? I don't no,
1: there know. Was,
0: there was some, because we- I do remember this news thing, and I, I remember not knowing the details, but I I remember him being sad about it. Like yeah. him kind of expressing like he didn't agree with the decision, but that he respects it or something like that. Oh no. So I, th- yeah, like Greg said he was fired. Like that seems to be the, the likely scenario based on that. I'm not sure if that was officially like named as why, but.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, you can't have people who have too much creativity on your show when it's Disney. Absolutely not. why you can't have Frank Oz anywhere near that set. (laughs) (laughs) Is he not allowed on the set anymore? Well, he doesn't do Muppets anymore. He doesn't do the... No? No. So who does Piggy. I don't know. It's not Frank Oz.
2: Fuck. Who yeah. are the Muppets now? Who yeah. are all these people who doing even the Muppets? Are Muppets?
1: They're, they're 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 like a shell of their former well, selves. Well, that's the thing. They're performers who who don't mind being pushed around.
0: But I feel like Dave Go- Goals is still with them.
1: That might be. I look at, he might be the only one. I want to look at Muppets now and see what the cast is for
0: that.
2: I also recently saw that on Disney Plus there's like a whole season of The Office with Muppets apparently. Oh yeah. But it's yeah, like not a joke. It's like it's actually Muppets. filmed. No,
0: yeah, they did. Period. This was
2: Yeah, the yeah, the Muppets period
0: yeah this was like uh, there's what, two
1: seasons of it yeah what, really yeah i
0: remember it because i remember watching it on tv uh because i was excited for it. i was like new muppet thing and it's yeah. like oh it's like a kind of fake mockumentary uh office spin-off not spin-off but like uh inspired by the office where they yeah. have like talking heads and they're like well you're a f- uh, miss peaky and I are having trouble
1: um <laughs> which is and it was Kermit bad. looks at the camera <laughs> like yeah, the exactly. thing the thing is it's not the the premise of a Muppet mockumentary I don't think is a bad idea if it's a mockumentary about the Muppet Show.
2: Yeah, that makes sure. sense. Yeah.
1: Like if you if it's the backstage goings on of the actual Muppet Show, that would work. But if it's Muppets in an office, what are they doing? <laughs> like, so, what are they building? What yeah, are so they producing? Da- Dave Gold.
0: Dave goals is he's is still there. Still there. Okay. He's, he's Gonzo. Like he's yeah. the, That's the most well known character. Uh, excuse plays. me. The great Gonzo. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, Eric Jacobson is Fozzie, Peggy, Animal, Sam Eagle. So, like, all the Frank Oz characters. And then Matt Vogel is Kermit and uh, some others.
2: That name sounds familiar. Yeah,
0: it's. um, I feel like he. Did he work on. one of the Muppet movies? Like, not as Kermit, but like like one of the recent Muppet movies? Oh, you got it there. Check out. I know. Out. I'm sorry. I'm looking at Kermit the Frog now, and I'm seeing if I can find out why uh, uh, Whitmire got canned.
1: Yeah. It's a shame because his performance, uh, he, he performs as Kermit since Henson's death, and the first movie he performs in is this Muppet Christmas Carol, Treasure Island. He's in all of those '90s ones that don't really work very well, in including space. In Space, The Wizard of Oz, one, Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah,
2: I know way more Muppets than
1: I. Than or as Mu- Muppets Take Manhattan in the '80s. Yeah, I think they're.
0: Uh, I think that the, might be the Muppet movie, yeah. Muppets Take Manhattan, uh, Great Muppet Caper. Yeah, those are all. Those, those are, are all Henson. Those are all. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then. Muppets from Space is the one that kind of... That's like late... Yeah, that that one puts the, the, the proverbial nail in the coffin on the Muppets for a while. Then Siegel revives it. And Whitmire is still Kermit in that one. And he's still Kermit in Muppets Most Wanted. And I think he's even still Kermit in The Muppets, period. And it's Muppets Now where they changed it. And he doesn't sound like Kermit. He okay. He just sounds wrong.
2: Eventually, at some point in this, you're gonna need to to tell us how he got cammed, because my my interest is peaked.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. We gotta figure it out. So Vogel was a part of the Sesame Street ensemble. Okay, puppeteer. that makes sense. Um, and then he inherited many of Jerry Nelson's Muppet characters in 2008. Um, and
2: who were Jerry Nelson's characters?
0: Uh oh, he was I. Sorry. Oh yeah, I'm the worst.
1: Oh, probably Rizzo.
0: That sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's Robin, Robin the Frog. Oh, uh, Robin is, is Frog the, is the best known one. I mean, again, like they all do so many, yeah. but like usually there's one that you could be like, oh, the that's their their yeah. main one. I love Robin Frog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, oh, he did Snuffy too from Aww. Sesame Street. Uh,
1: but remember yes. when Snuffleupagus became real?
2: Yeah. I remember that. Yeah.
1: Willed into existence. Well, you know why? Does that work? Because. Big Bird was insane if he wasn't real.
0: <laughs> it was uh, from my understanding it was basically like they didn't they didn't want to communicate to children uh that that like having an imaginary friend was like it, w- it was originally introduced as like oh like see people have imaginary friends and it's okay and they eventually wanted to make them real so that it was like but eventually you need to grow out of it.
1: <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> that All right. Was the- R.I.P. Bing Bong.
0: Big R.I.P. Big (laughs) (laughs) Bong. Oh god damn it! Not Steve Miller Band. Um,
1: <laughs> this is great. This is so awful. <laughs> yeah, Real, really, really
0: good. Yeah. Well, listen, I I'm gonna keep looking this up because for some reason it's very hard for me to Google this. Uh, but let's let's. Uh, so you don't have a favorite episode?
2: <laughs> oh right, that was another question. Uh, I have like favorite quotes from episodes that okay. like my family would sort of like throw at each other. Like uh, there's a quote um, that uh, one of the pastor's kids says where he says he says he's so so hungry he could eat at Arby's.
1: Oh yes. I'm so hungry I could eat at Arby's is from the episode Das Bus.
2: Thank you. So much. See, this is why I come to you guys so that I can get the all the knowledge. Yeah,
1: it's um, they're they they've been stranded on the island. Yeah, and they say I'm so hungry I could eat at Arby's, and then he goes and yeah, uh, it became
2: and, a joke because my whole family hates Arby's. Well, so, it sucks. You know, it's, it sucks. Why? Yeah. Why, why, yeah, why would you Arby's. choose?
1: <laughs> y'all, y'all are crazy. Oh
2: my God, <laughs> it's delicious. I'm sorry, yeah. but if somebody says, "Do you want to go get some fast food?" I'm not thinking a roast beef sandwich, okay? I'm like, that's that's not the top of my list. Beef and
1: cheddar, baby. The oh, only thing delicious. you're thinking of from Arby's is curly fries. Actually, and yeah. excuse me. But I'll just buy the McCain's frozen ones. Thank you very much. We we discussed this on the Das Bus episode. Yeah, but I know, and you're I still don't
0: wrong. Like, I don't like the curly fries. Either. You're so wrong. <laughs> I, okay, I,
2: so you like Arby's, like, but you don't I like the like roast beef the...
0: sandwiches, and I like the home style fries they used to do.
2: That's cursed. They, they've
0: uh, they've eliminated so them. So
1: absurd.
2: That's not a, that's not allowed. Actually,
0: I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm feeling uh, ganged up on. You're banned. You friends. are ganged up on. <laughs>
2: Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. That's Hashtag the- Arby's
0: gang <laughs> Let me know if you're on my side.
1: <laughs> you want to go get a beef and cheddar with
0: Alan? I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I can't remember if I discussed this on the desk Bus because we definitely talked Arby's then. Yeah, but, sure. Uh, <laughs> but the, the, the key thing to know is that Arby's is a weird uh, restaurant that my dad would take me to often. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's got that. You got like the nostalgia weird, vibes. like, and not even nostalgia, more just like it's one of the few things I like remember fondly about my father. Right.
2: <laughs> Good times. Ah yes, Alan's so dad. My dad. Call your
0: son. <laughs> I love my dad. Listen, I, I I joke about it a lot, but he's just he's he's a you know he's a, he's I, I'm like him in a lot of ways. Is the, is the, you know this is uh, often a thing with kids and their parents where they're like I yeah. I have a bad relationship because I see myself in him a lot and yeah. a lot of those things I don't like in myself you know and so anyway uh, that's a whole other <laughs> no I <laughs> deep get it dive. I get it that makes a lot of sense uh yeah beef and cheddar it's just got a weird.
1: You know what RB stands Uh, for, right? Roast beef. Uh, that's a that's a good guess. R B Yes. It's apostrophe S. It's part of it.
2: Oh my god, no way. Yeah. What?
1: Stans, stands for american roast beef
2: I, yes I, this is so bad i hate this so american much
1: american roast you, beef yes
2: have you ever seen nihilistic arby's leave. on twitter
1: nihilistic arby's twitter? i think i've heard about it yeah, um, it's, it's it's along the same lines as the last blockbuster
2: sort of yeah it's yeah. just like hmm. life is pointless and meaningless eat arby's yes,
0: <laughs> yes. Which like to be fair, usually when I eat Arby's, I'm depressed. Yeah, fair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a funny sketch. That's the funny idea is just like just like when things open again, just populate an Arby's (laughs) with people, and uh, the whole idea is like, "Hi, sir, you're eating Arby's, and uh, why are you here?" Uh, It's uh, you know, my wife left me, and uh... (laughs) oh boy, Uh, moving on. Hello, sir. We're doing a uh, television spot for Arby's. Can you tell us why you've chosen Arby's today?
2: I'm unemployed and i Okay. Been
1: for- <laughs> My kids don't talk to me. Oh, <laughs> Whoa, oh boy. that's. Uh, I just asked you why you were. Well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> because we're staying home alone depressed. for one extra second. Hey, have when- you ever
2: been in an Arby's? I mean, clearly Alan has. It's depressing. Everyone's depressed. So. I mean, if you
1: go into any, I say, any most franchise fast food places, franchise. especially uh, now,
2: but especially Arby's,
0: but
1: especially Lisa, but, but especially also because Bart. I
0: think because McDonald's has done this giant shift yeah. with their McCafe stuff. That's that's what like a lot of people picture as a fast food restaurant yeah. now because it's the most popular one. Yeah. But like, mo- like you go to a Burger King, you go to an Arby's, you go to a Dairy Queen. They're all more in the '80s. Yeah. With their design and aesthetic, and it's very sad. Well yeah, <laughs>
1: Wendy's is Wendy's is terrible. Remember um, when you could go. smoke
0: in a in a McDonald's?
1: I'm not 112.
0: <laughs> I really walked into that one. I don't, know, I don't know why I did that. Uh I'm 31. <laughs> Someone posted recently on like Instagram or something like a, a McDonald's brand ashtray. Yeah, and it had that like hit because like I was a kid. I, joke aside, sure. I was a kid when I went to McDonald's with my parents, and and smoking was allowed. Yeah. My parents didn't smoke, but my aunt did, and so sometimes my aunt would smoke in a McDonald's. And did yeah, they have little... a
1: section?
2: That's what I was gonna say.
0: Not at first, no. Um, I think in the if I remember correctly in the eighties. So when I was very young, uh, they. It was just, like, you could smoke indoors. And then I think they were starting to do the shift of, like, having, like, here's a smoking section, here's a non-smoking section. I okay. think. I, that's I, my re- memory, but it's possible I'm completely misremembering. I
2: was alive and living <laughs> when smoking in restaurants was a thing. But I don't <laughs> uh-huh. ever remember seeing or smelling cigarette smoke in a, in a fast food joint.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe uh, all the smokers were not there that day.
1: Yeah, I (laughs) I think my parents, like, I think when I was young, like, we just did the drive through because I know my mom hated the smell of smoke because they played on, on like, just like rec baseball teams. Mm -hmm. And in the 90s, that was like one of the last safe bastions to smoke wherever. Right. You could smoke in the dugout, you could smoke at the pitcher's mound, you mm-hmm. could smoke in the outfield, you could smoke while you were at bat. Nobody cares. <laughs> uh and so a lot of the time like the people who they would play with were smokers and then you would go to like the the get-togethers at the end of the at the end of the season and for some reason they would have to bring me and it would t- it would smell like like a like a like horrible death. fart. <laughs> and yeah, death's fart, which is what fart, a yeah. smoker's house smells like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, take that, smokers. Um, <laughs> I'm just like vape I celebrated now. one of my early. Birth- <laughs> I'm
2: just like vape,
0: just vape just, yeah. just vape Vape-mage. now. I I celebrated an early birthday at McDonald's, and yeah, uh, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before, but no, I, definitely is, not. There's old home videos of it, and it's very funny because it's clearly like. My parents were like, can we like we're gonna celebrate a birthday party? can we have a birthday party? there?" are like, yeah, and it's like what kind of activities can you provide?" And they were like, uh, we'll find out because <laughs> what happens is in the video it's like okay, like here's you know your food, everyone has their food and then there's a train too. There's like a McDonald's train, oh, McDonald yeah. land train with like R- Ronald in the front seat you know um, And so we're hanging out in this train and we're eating our food and then it's like the cake and it's like yay and then it's and then it's like cut to uh, paper cups all the kids playing with paper mcdonald's cups and like stacking them and making paper cut paper cup uh like pyramids and stuff and that was like the activity that mcdonald's gave us (laughs)
2: mcdonald's wow you have so much money
1: wow 99 billion served and that's your best wow yeah there was a very nice
0: uh, McDonald's server uh, working who had giant '80s curly hair in the music video or music video in the home video, <laughs> and uh, and there was like times where like you could tell she was just like fuck this job like this <laughs> fucking sucks but it was very nice to all us kids and stuff but you could tell they're just like I, why am I doing this, this is, I didn't I didn't come to McDonald's to be a birthday planner six bucks an hour yeah yeah so anyway that's fun um uh, speaking of the Muppets yeah so uh Steve Whitmire was uh let go in july twenty seventeen uh at the time uh he was uh dismissed for his roles in October because of undisclosed issues that he said had not been discussed before his dismissal so and then, in their decision making Disney consulted with the Henson family who supported the recasting of Kermit and Whitmer's, Whitmire's dismissal. The Henson family stated that issues with Whitmire began in the mid-90s, with Brian Henson stating that Whitmire made outrageous demands and often played brinkmanship, which I'm not really sure what that is. Displayed brinkmanship? Yeah. Mm. Do you know what that is? Nope. No. Oh, Sounds like a game. Uh, practice of trying to achieve an advantageous outcome by pushing dangerous events to the brink of active conflict. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right, I'm just going by Wikipedia here. Uh <laughs> But yeah, so uh, said that he should have been dismissed, uh, that th- that they should have dismissed Whitmire and recast Kermit before Disney acquired them up in two thousand four, because uh, he knew that it was going to be a real problem. This is Brian Henson? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, apparently there was problems with him all through the nineties, and at least b- between him and Brian Henson. Right. Um. Yeah. So it seems it it seems like Whitmire was kind of. Uh, his, his head was quite swollen.
1: Sure. I would like to hear his take on I it. I
2: agree. I was just going to say, spill yeah. the tea. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. I would like to hear his, like when, w- like he's obviously signed an NDA of some kind. Um, but I would like to hear his take because right now that all sounds like a corporation and a very powerful family just talking about one guy. Yeah. And... I'm not inclined to believe anything Disney has to say. (laughs) Completely agree. Uh, So apparently in an interview,
0: Whitmire stated he was dismissed for disagreements over Kermit's characterization and prolonged labor union negotiations that delayed his involvement in Muppet Productions. Whitmire alleges that Disney offered him what he called consolation prizes if he voluntarily left, including honoring him as a Disney legend under the public pretense that he would be retiring from performing. So basically they were like, hey, if you choose to quit... Will make it seem like, you know, it's just, oh, it was your choice. You you retired and you'll be a legend. Um, and I guess he didn't want to do that. So uh so then they just fired him. Um Yeah. That's weird. It's upsetting. Let's talk about the episode. Let's talk about the episode. Uh we are here to talk about the Simpsons, obviously, not the Muppets. Uh this is Bart the Mother, the third episode of season ten, written by David X. Cohen.
1: Hey. Directed by
0: Stephen Dean Moore and original air date September
1: twenty-seventh, nineteen ninety-eight. Nineteen ninety-eight. That's when he changed the name, yeah. And I finally found out why he changed the name. I thought it was just someone else had the name. It is someone else had the name, but I was, but I found out like what name? um, Uh, David X. Cohen. Yeah, he was originally
0: credited as David S. Cohen throughout the Simpsons for a long time. Okay, and then he he changed his name to David X. Cohen uh, around this time. I can't remember exactly. It
1: was before. It was because before nineteen ninety-nine, ninety-eight, Fox animation films were not unionized. Oh. So it didn't matter that he had the same name. Yeah. I see. But now they got they're a part of the writer's guild, so he can't have the same name. Gotcha. And that's crazy <laughs> to me. That the show had been on for ten years. Before unionizing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little a little, a little, s- little sketchy there, Fox. What, Fox? You think Fox is maybe a non reputable company? I don't wanna I mean I don't wanna they're like, you know, put my foot in my <laughs> mouth, but yeah, fuck Fox. <laughs> uh, also, this is the
0: first credited episode he, he wrote for The Simpsons. Did it's, you know that? What? Yeah.
1: No, it's not. It is. Credited? That's what I read. <laughs> it's the first credited David X. Cohen episode. Oh, man, that's what it was saying. David S. Cohen.
2: Mm. Tons of credits.
1: Several credits before that. He wrote Lisa the Vegetarian. I guarantee you, he wrote later. I believe you.
0: I was just reading what it said because it's like this is the first one he was credited for before
1: going on Futurama. Yeah, because he's X. He's a different person now.
2: Completely. He's
1: sci-fi now. He went to the thirty-first century. Bam, bow, bow, (laughs) bow, 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 bow. bow, bow. Are you looking for it?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just looking at his. Or should I just keep vamping? Yeah. I mean, well, that's. That's what you always should be doing. So um,
1: this episode <laughs> opens with one of uh, one of my one of the more interesting Badger plots. I think it's it's quite funny. Oh,
0: the, uh, that's I read it wrong. The last full length episode he wrote for The Simpsons. So the opposite of <laughs> completely what completely
2: you... the <laughs> right. other way around. The,
0: okay in the ball You ballpark. Can just edit that out, right? <laughs> <laughs> eh. <laughs> just whenever I said this is the first episode he's credited for, just replace it with this word: last.
1: last. <laughs> No, I have to say it alone. Right, so you right. have it clean. That's, okay. Okay, go.
0: Last. Last.
1: <laughs> Greg. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I get scared. He
2: wants to be involved.
1: Last. Okay. Nailed it. Perfect. <laughs> Edit that. In.
0: Uh, we're having fun. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it was the last one he wrote for The mm-hmm. Simpsons before he went on to do Futurama with uh, with uh, Matt Greening. Mm-hmm. So because he's kind of the. He I I see him as more the head honcho for Futurama than He's a
1: thousand percent. Yeah. Like Matt Groening has about as much to do with Futurama as he does with the Simpsons.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like he, he's he's more the Sam Simon yeah. of Futurama. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um but yeah, Bart the Mother, uh this is a decent episode, I think.
1: Yeah, I do too. After much humming and hawing over it, I think the episode falls into the I mean, probably a thumbs up for this season. Yeah, probably overall. But it's like it's fine. Like well, it's another holdover from from nine as well, right? Oh, really? Yeah, I believe the first four are all holdovers. Wow, were they ever going to make a season ten? <laughs> that's so many. <coughs> season nine is so long.
2: Yeah. How long is season nine? Twenty five. Holy, that's a commitment.
1: Um, and
0: because yeah, it was it was this one, uh, Lard of the Dance, and. Um, Wizard, Wizard of Evergreen Terrace were the regular uh, holdovers, mm-hmm. and then the, the Halloween episode was that not makes, a holdover, but it was produced yeah. in when they were doing season. That two. makes a lot
1: of sense in the idea that that this is where Phil Hartman. Um, this is because f- yeah. they would have had him do this when he was doing Realty Bites.
0: Exactly, because mm. he. So uh, for context, uh, this episode aired uh, September uh, '98. Uh, Phil Hartman was killed May 1998. Oh,, uh, so yeah, they obviously were in production for this episode before the last season ended, so yeah,
1: yeah, oh, it's yeah. always Do sad you know Phil Hartman's
2: story no, I don't know the story, I know, I know Phil Hartman, but like
0: I mean I, I don't want to get into it too much, but basically, his wife had some mental issues, and she uh killed him in his sleep,
2: oh, yeah, I was expecting car accidents,
0: nope it's <laughs> very sad, uh, it was a huge blow. Uh, to the comedy world really. Yeah. Because yeah, I he can was really he was a huge comedy star. Not only for the Simpsons for S N L um, but he started And he for was, News Radio. News Radio. That was the other like that was a big show he was he was a main cast member for. That, oh yeah,
2: uh, I, I used to watch News Radio with my dad. Yeah. And Joe
0: Rogan. Uh, the season that aired right after his death, uh, the opening episode is of News Radio is all the characters dealing with the character's death in the show. Um and it's it's hard to watch because it's all the actors are actually just in tears the whole time because they knew Phil Hartman as a person. Yeah, they're, they're crying about their friend, whereas in the show, it's of course it's they're crying about their coworker. Okay, uh, it's very rough.
2: I hate to bring it back to Glee. I was talking about <laughs> Glee earlier. I'm, I promise I won't talk for long, but that's exactly. I just finished yeah. watching the episode where Cory Monteith died because um, he died in real life, and it was actually really hard to watch because it was different than watching you know a character that you've grown and and to really like and then the the characters on the show are mourning it's it's you can actually see on the actor's faces uh, the real tears and real. The sadness yeah. and it's just it just made it way way harder it's just much harder to watch so i i assume that's probably the same as that episode of news radio
0: yeah it's rough uh they bring in john lovitz <laughs> as this replacement which is also rough oh, which is boy. also rough um but yeah, that's uh, News Radio is a great show, though. Yes. Uh, I would highly recommend it if uh, if uh, folks have not watched it. Yeah, it's a great actors. In Buy it. a
1: season of News Radio so Dave Foley can make his alimony payments. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Help about guys. Yeah, Maybe someday on. he can come back to Canada. He's a
0: good Canadian boy. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh yeah, but this was the the final uh, appearance of of the character uh, Trey McClure. Yep. Um, his other main character, Lionel Hutz, uh, already had his final appearance in uh, *Realty Bites* last season, um, but this is the the official last time we'll ever hear uh, Phil Hartman's voice on *The Simpsons*. That's right, and it's a big, you know. We talk a lot about the the legacy of the show and the the golden years and all that, and I think at the very least, I feel most people can agree that Phil Hartman's death is a huge like marker of when the show shifts into. Uh, the zombie years, as it were. It was always
1: mine. It It was always mine because it's the thing that we started talking about a lot in season nine, how the world of the Simpsons and their cast of characters keeps growing and yet it feels smaller and smaller and smaller in its actual scope because the voices that they they have are all the same. Like the, the voice actors that they have in the cast, though talented, have limits as as everyone does and and Phil Hartman being able to come in there and and just add this otherworldliness to it like like mm. Troy McClure is just such an otherworldly character absolutely and and Lionel Hutz is just such a such a a, a fixture <laughs> of the underbelly of yeah. Springfield of the gross griminess and such a wonderful satire of the legal system in general that he makes the world feel bigger just by nature of his profession mm. And the and this also uh, he does so many uh, smaller roles exactly whenever they would have him they they would always have him do these smaller roles that's like oh that's a different character like I just watched another uh, another run of Bart the Murderer Mm -hmm. uh, the Mm -hmm. other day and he plays one of the. One of the underworld guys. Yeah, the like mob guy who comes yeah. over and is like, "Fix me a drink or whatever." Right? Uh, and he also he plays the guy. He's like, "Hey, boss, here's the here's the call of the third race." And he turns right. it on, and it's like, uh, and it's like you you never see that guy again. But he's got like a scar on his on the side of his face, and it's like, and it just broadens it. Now it's just like legs and Louis or whatever. Yeah. And of course, and it's just going to be them. You, uh, w- uh,
0: the snitch guy. What, what's that guy's name? Jimmy um, the snitch.
1: Uh, yeah tight lips or something like that i don't know
0: i don't know it doesn't (laughs) johnny tight lips is the the one they bring in as the opposite of the the snitch guy where he's like i ain't saying nothing tell him to go suck a
1: lemon right uh anyway he he was able to broaden the scope of the show and they could have still done that if they brought in characters if they brought in voice actors to voice characters that weren't themselves yeah but they Just to start bringing in celebrity guests to do the thing, and we've talked about that.
0: I mean, and I will say they have in recent years, I'm not sure how recent, they have started to do that again with uh, a couple actors on their roster who are not the main six or whatever. Yeah. Um, that are regular voice actors, uh, especially because <laughs> I'm sure around the problem with Apu came out, uh, they realized, hey, we have no people of color on the voice cast. Maybe yeah. we should do that. So um, I can't remember the gentleman's name now, but he, because we talked about it in the Lisa Goes Gaga uh, Patreon episode, because um, he's he was a he was a big uh, voice on uh, Cleveland Show and Family Guy, I think, right. and they brought him on to do black characters, uh, which is good, <laughs> which yeah. is positive. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it's just it's telling that as well in um whichever s- season 5 I think when uh they're like we want to get Tom Cruise to voice a character in this episode. Uh, oh, Tom Cruise denied it. Who's who's number 2? Phil Hartman. Like <laughs> <laughs> like our next best uh get for that is Phil Hartman. And that's for the the character named Tom in uh Bart uh Bart's little brother. What what's that episode called? Brother from another planet. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Bert's little brother. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's it's uh, it's a huge loss. Um, Phil Hartman also uh, was starting to become, I think, uh, like he would have become a comedy movie star. Um, He was doing bit parts around this time that uh, were not necessarily like amazing, but like like he's in Small Soldiers, he's in Jingle All the Way, easily the only funny part of Jingle All the the Way. Part of that movie. Uh, and yeah, so it's just a, a big bummer that this, this happened because he was, uh, even as a little kid, uh, 98, I would have been, you know, uh, well, 63. Um, sure. <laughs> but, but I uh, I definitely like, as a kid, he was one of the first kind of like uh, comedy stars that wasn't even a star, that was kind of like in the background a lot, that I just loved. I was like, who is this guy? I need to know more about him. Uh, obviously, The Simpsons helped with uh, Troy McClure and... Phil- and uh, and, and Phil Collins, I almost. Said oh my gosh, he's a, he's
2: a that guy. Yeah, he's very yeah, yeah. He's a that guy. You know, you look see him in a movie. Yeah. It's that guy. <laughs> it's
1: that guy. And yet, like when you see him in news radio, you just you just want more of him. Absolutely, he's
0: he's my favorite part of that show too. Oh, he's so funny. Yeah.
1: He's so funny, because he has that like he has that instant smarm, but also yeah. like he 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 comes in and he plays that smarm. He plays that high status. But he's also that 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 wonderful comedy comedy trope of the high status character constantly being brought down. Well that's
0: that's what I was gonna say is I feel like his character on news radio was essentially a merge of Troy McClure and uh, Lionel Hutz. Yeah. You know, because he's he's that like he's got that bravado that Troy McClure has, but he's got that like skeeziness Yeah, that Lionel Hutz has. And it, it was perfect. Um but yeah, this was uh this was a good uh final appearance by him I think. Um I agree. It's a very funny Troy McClure video. Yes. Like yeah. and those are my favorite. I yeah. love those those old videos they do. Um But well, uh let's let's maybe
1: move on talk about the rest of the episode. Sure. Um go-karts. We <laughs> go-karts make an appearance at you know the I've beginning never, of this episode. You never gone
0: go-karting? Never. What?
1: Okay. It was a thing for me. I wanted to. There was a place in Calgary, Uh don't know where in Calgary, because I was a kid, and I don't in your direction, who knows what that is, right? (laughs) Uh, But I know there was a Porsche dealership nearby, because every time we drove there, it was like, there's the Porsche dealership, we're almost there. Nice. Um, So, I don't know, Calgarians, figure it out. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And it was a uh, like it was it was a mini golf, of course, arcade, laser tag.
0: It was a family fun center. It like, was a like family
1: fun center exactly like this. And I would go there on my birthday for like three years in a row. It yeah. was awesome. Those yeah. places ruled.
0: I yeah. loved those. Those were my favorite things. Yeah. Uh, there was one in Lethbridge where I grew up called Laughs. It wasn't a go kart place, but yeah. it was a family fun center. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was called Laughs. L a f f s. Cool. I don't know.
2: That's, look, yeah, getting all, getting all funky with the spelling there. Yeah. That's
0: right. Got it. And it was it was huge. It had a big ball, uh, not ball pit, but like uh, obstacle course thing no. okay. uh, with ball pits, you know. Uh, it had a laser tag. It had a huge row of arcade machines. And like obviously it had like the ticketed ones like we see in this. But there's also just like the X-Men beat em up game. Yeah, and stuff wow, like you that. know, fun the ones. The Simpsons uh, arcade game. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I love those things. Uh, there was a... <laughs> (laughs) Uh, like karaoke superstar booth okay that's do you remember what those are like did you No. it was like this thing where you'd go into this little booth and it would be like professional like recording equipment and you would do like a karaoke thing but it would record you so you basically would record your own version of a single or whatever that's so fun I never did it because I was a little kid and I I didn't like singing Um,
2: well and fast forward now like I know I would love to do it now yeah
0: (laughs) but uh but at the time I was just like that's cool but like I'll never do it you know but I would watch other people like go in and it was I think it was also expensive like there was an yeah. admission fee to get into laughs yeah. but there's also like the added stuff yeah. uh, you have to pay a cover yeah. charge and then yeah. everything and it was else. like either that or laser tag and I'm like oh, I'm doing fucking laser tag obviously
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of hilarious because I also had a family fun center that I would visit but it was on Vancouver Island when I'd go see my dad so it was in Nanaimo it was called Cyber City <laughs>
1: Cool. Do you think it's still there?
2: It's not there. Oh. It's gone. It's gone. Now. I think it's, all I dead. think it's I think it's a, a I think it's actually a health food store God now. God damn it. Like of course it is. I know.
1: On Vancouver fucking Dang Island it's it. a lot of hippies. It smells like
2: patchouli. You're so
1: on Brand Vancouver <laughs> <I know>. Island. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh yeah, they at Cyber City it was the same deal. They yeah. had uh there was a um floor of all the games where you could get the tickets or uh, just the random like pinball games that you can yeah. kind of play there was also go-karting mini golf as well and attached to the side was an A&W so we could List. get oh, A&W yes. when
0: we're done. Yes. Just
2: like what a great, great way to do that but I remember specifically there was this one game that my dad I always made my dad do it because I was too scared to do it but it got a lot of tickets and it was a uh, Adams family game nice. and it was specifically Uncle Fester and you had to hold these two bars and it literally shocked you oh, yeah. and then in increase the amount of shocks that it was giving you and the higher amount of shocks that you would get the more tickets you would get but i'm a child so i don't want to do that and so i'm like dad i want to win tickets can you do it so my dad's literally being like (laughs) ah like yelling And uh, and uh, and, but you know, I
0: remember he, games like that. I don't know. I I don't know if the ones I saw, I never played them, but like saw were Adam's family necessarily. But I remember that concept yeah, of like, yeah, you that had genre. to like like see how long you could withstand this like small electrical current.
1: That's yeah. a terrible game.
2: Yeah, I, it's not even yeah. a game. Like,
1: it, <laughs> we wonder why they shut down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean like they the obviously children. shut down because of the internet.
0: And well, because the overhead is probably insane, incredible and the yeah. profits like, were very low. I imagine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, and like arcades kind of died when you started getting consoles in your yeah, house, exactly. right? So you like can... arcade, no, no one really goes to spend money at an arcade anymore, but except there is the huge resurgence of them now. I mean, brewcade. Yeah, there's like
0: there's like a, a retro yeah, a
1: re-emergence. yeah. No. Like the thing is, for like I think there's a there's a certain area geographically that these family fun centers still thrive in our country and it's the okanagan valley it's around there there's go-karting all over the place on um uh, on like on highway on the crow's nest pass and on uh just like highway 97 uh through the okanagan (laughs) valley and if you go there you'll see like at least three on your way to vernon and then there's another big one in Kelowna. two of them I think oh my gosh. just in Kelowna, and it's all about go karting. And the thing is, they get away with it because they can do their go karting and mini golf inside and out. Oh yeah, mm. for most of the year, because of the of the weather, because um, it doesn't like the thing is in the in the Okanagan Valley, it doesn't rain much. Yeah, but it's hot very a lot of the time, and so you don't actually need to build something over top. Right. right. There's a big one in Penticton still. There's a big one in Kelowna still. And, like, guys, if you want to go to your family fun center when, you know, the pandemic is over and you won't die, <laughs> do it. There is still.
0: Uh one in Calgary.
2: There's a Chuck E. Cheese here.
0: There is a Chuck E. Cheese as well. Yeah, which I can't believe. Yeah, that there is, is still a Chuck open. E. Cheese
2: by South Center Mall, I think. Uh
0: Sunridge. Uh, Sunridge. Sunridge, Sunridge Mall, yeah. that's
2: right. And uh
0: Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo right Wild Wings right is right there. Is right <laughs> there right boneless <laughs> Thursdays. Yeah, baby. I uh, I admit, uh myself and my uh uh partner at the time went to uh Chuck E. Cheese uh as adults because uh, we thought it would be fun. Yep. Uh, it was very sad, uh, <laughs> and we felt very weird because we were the only adults there. <laughs> um, but there was also very few children; like it wasn't like it was packed, and we were the only adults. It was like lit- like it was a dead zone. Yeah, like and there was like there we we were like considering maybe getting food there, you know, because we Don't were hungry. And then we like looked at like their. Pe- their cheese pizza that was probably right. sitting there for a couple days, and we're just like, mm, no, I let's was go just, somewhere else. I was
2: <laughs> just gonna say, did you have you heard the conspiracy theory about the pizza Chuck E. Cheese? No. Apparently, there's this conspiracy theory that um, people, uh, the Chuck E. Cheese employees slash, I I don't know, I'm not I I'm not claiming this is fact, but apparently. They if you, if somebody doesn't finish their pizza, uh-huh. they take it and put it back on the tray. Oh, so it's no. like if somebody ha- ate like only half right. of their pizza and left half of their so pizza. It's not like slices with bites in
0: them, but No, like but if like if there's, there's a full slices, slice, yeah. they'll
2: just put them back on the tray. I don't know if that's I real. mean, you got
0: to you got to protect your margins. You I know? mean, people uh, have
2: been investigating it. I'm not kidding. Like <laughs> it look online. Yeah, <laughs> people are investigating it. I mean, um, I would yeah.
1: I would bet that like if I was an employee there and that was standard protocol, I would be like, "Yeah, I'm going to put a bite so, uh, I'm going to uh, put a, sli- a slice right. that gonna- took a bite and say Chucky got a piece of it. Blame
2: Charles E. Cheese. Yeah,
1: I'm going to say Chucky the little mouse. Do you know what the E stands for? E
2: E in Chucky e.
0: Cheese? Um, it stands for entertainment.
2: Charles
1: Entertainment Cheese? Yep. That's a great name. He was born for the stage.
0: <laughs> born a star. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Their parents knew what they were doing. When they yeah, they it, absolutely like, you know, did. You're going to be yeah. a fucking star, Ch- yeah. Charles. So there's <laughs> only going to be three locations left. <laughs>
2: Do you think Charles E. Cheese inspired Remy from Ratatouille? Uh,
1: yes. N- I think uh, <laughs> I think Gustavo. <laughs> Gustavo. Inspired. Gustavo. <laughs> Gustavo Fring.
0: Um, yeah. It's just Gustav. Gustav. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but the, yeah, there's uh, I can't remember what it's called, but there's one in um, uh, South. Uh, what's what's that? Uh, Canyon Meadows. Canyon Meadows area. There's a there's a like entertainment center there that I went to like fairly recently. Oh, is it the, the
2: Cineplex one?
0: No, no, like it's its own thing. Uh I think it may have closed now because of the pandemic, but yeah. Yeah. but uh but I remember going there with just a bunch of adult friends and we were just like this would be like a fun little larf. Mm-hmm. Um larf? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, we we went through the the obstacle course thing um and I immediately realized I was old. Um <laughs> just like when I went to the trampoline world or whatever, the uh, uh, flying squirrel, flying squirrel. Yeah. yeah, I went there. I was like, "This is gonna be so much fun." I love trampolines. And I like bounce for like maybe a minute and I'm like,
1: just a second. You guys go ahead. <laughs> I'm like, I just sit down. I'm like, wow, I'm old. Um, I used to be able to do like. Uh, two front flips on a trampoline. You used to? Yeah. That's cool. Like at the, just, whew, I could never get the
0: backflip. Yeah. No, I was no, too scared, I was knew a lot of friends, scared as well. I knew a lot of friends who could do backflips and I was always so jealous,
1: but I could never even muster the courage to try. I could do the corkscrew. Yeah. Right? Oh, so yeah. you never like, you never let yourself go fully over, but like you could, do the corkscrew and it just like gave me a little sense of yeah um, I remember using like a trampoline so many times in like shitty little movies that I made with my friends <laughs> oh that's amazing just to be like okay we're gonna put the trampoline just out of screen right. and you're gonna jump into frame like yeah, you're yeah, a, cool. like you're a, do a superhero landing very dangerous stuff oh yeah but very cool very cool worth the shot very cool worth the shot and don't even get me started on reversing <laughs> oh
2: yeah you know? hell yeah yeah where once you, you realize you can reverse yeah. your footage so we yeah, would
1: jump off the trampoline, even more dangerous, backwards <laughs> and land. So when I put it forwards, it was like we were doing a Jedi jump.
2: Oh, that's incredible.
1: Yeah. Man. It was fun. Hey, guys, have yeah. you ever uh, raised an animal that you found <laughs> on the side of the road or in a nest? Because that's what this episode's really about.
0: Yeah. It's about Bart becoming a mother.
1: Yeah. When, A, when uh, he, when Nelson gets his BB gun... And Bart goes over to his house in, I think, just kind of a recycled, Nelson's a bad kid thing, yeah. but, you know, whatever. Um, he goes over there, shoots a bird mm-hmm. accidentally. Yep. Yeah. Very important that we know it's accidental. Yes. And he takes care of these eggs. Now, we all know what the eggs turn into. Bolivian tree lizards. Bolivian tree lizards. Did you have your Made own up species? By the way, really, which I didn't know until today. <laughs> oh, there you go. I, I, you know,
0: I didn't necessarily assume they were real, but I didn't assume they were fake. And uh, they invented the Bolivian tree lizard, but it's based on some actual like uh, oviraptor type sure. Uh,
1: species. Sure. Um, so, what, did you have any animals that you cared for, strays, if you will? I mean, the closest that I ever came when I was
0: a kid was. Uh, you know, finding um, like injured bugs and at the time thinking, oh, I need to take care of this like injured fly. Right. That definitely and doesn't count. All right.
2: <laughs> a fly? So why ki- that, it
0: kid, doesn't, I, That's why it doesn't count. I'm just saying like at the time as a kid, though, yeah. I thought, oh, this poor creature. Sure. I, I should help it. And I would take it home to my mom and she'd be like, what are you doing? That's like, put that in the trash. Right.
2: That is so pure of heart.
0: Would
1: you have <laughs> ever helped a
0: bird? Um, I think, yeah, because also, cause there's a very famous, uh, I, I say famous, famous to me, uh, Calvin and Hobbes trip, uh, where they find a dead bird, mm. uh, that's like really visceral. Uh, the art is very good on it. Um, and that's a dead bird. So like not a dying bird, but mm. I remember just reading that and thinking if I ever saw like a bird dying on the, on the road, I would want to try and help it in some way. I never did though. Like right. I never, any, any bird I encountered that was either flying. And, uh, you know, living its life (laughs) to... to its fullest or already dead (laughs) so and then uh, as i grew older i started to hate birds so
2: (laughs) yeah that's fair i uh i i helped a uh robin once because it flew into a window Mm. of a house that i was at. i think it was a friend's house that we were at and the robin yeah flew into the window knocked itself out yeah so we ran outside to make sure it was okay but yeah it was out cold we thought it was dead but then it came to and we didn't need to nurse it like for a long period of time like bart does in the in the episode but uh, it was about an hour or so and the bird that was just kind of sitting with us and then finally kind of like came to and realized that we were humans and were like what the fuck, like, what the fuck? <laughs> flew away so um, yeah I mean I, I have a three-legged cat so it's kind of counts as a cat that was abandoned on the side of the road, but mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I didn't find him.
0: Yeah. I adopted well, him. Yeah. The like S-Ca, I adopted so. the dog as well. You know, like,
1: yeah.
0: uh, that's a different kind of situation. I think of yeah. course, Greg, did you, I found a
1: squirrel Oh. in a culvert in a ditch Yeah. and it was really, really scared and it wouldn't mm-hmm. come out of this little, this little drainage culvert in the ditch in the front of my, my house. In Port Elgin, Ontario, where I grew up, mm. and when it finally did come out, when I offered it bread and cheese and whatnot, um, a charcuterie board, yeah, <laughs> and it uh, didn't come out until I got around to like the uh, salted ham. So oh yeah, it's, the, prosciutto. Course, the prosciutto. The <laughs> prosciutto, yeah. Um,
0: that's that's the money meat. Yeah. yeah,
1: you know it, and it came <laughs> out, and it meat. was um, it was like its eye was fused shut.
0: Oh no! So
1: it like clearly got into a scrape with either a fellow squirrel or a bird or, you know, something. Mongoose. Yeah, badger, Badger. (laughs) blue jay trying to steal eggs. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) something like that. Um, So we looked after that squirrel for a little while, and then um, did you name it Speedy? Aww. And then um, it's one of those ironic names. Yeah, you gotta Cause, go fast because he was slow because he's injured. Yeah, and uh, when it when it felt better, I think there's even a picture of it with uh, of me with it on on my arm. Aww. Uh and it's just like eating something, you know, the way squirrels do. But yep. it was like it immediately took to us because it was like these people apparently are going to save me, mm. so I'm going to milk this for yeah. whatever it's worth. <laughs> and then uh, a friend of mine who had uh who had like a, a relative who, who lived out of town on like a couple of acres. Um, we drove out there with, with Speedy to drop him off there. And, and this guy was like, yeah, sure. I'll look after him until he, until he feels better to to run off into the trees. Um, we go away. And then about a week later, we get a call saying that I think Speedy's ready if you want to say goodbye. Um, and so we go out Say goodbye to Speedy as it uh, as he ran off into the trees, and uh, that's that's my experience. Where do you think he is now? Yeah. Oh, probably dead. No.
0: Oh,
2: wow. Well. It's a
1: squirrel. It's a I squirrel. Know, like, I was seven.
2: What is the lifespan of a squirrel? Mm, I thought it was a hundred years. <laughs> I
1: thought they were like elves. Not everything is an immortal creature like you, Alan.
2: I've just never seen a dead squirrel except ones that have been hit by cars.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Do they die? They're they're goose acts. They do die. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh but no, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure Speedy's gone, but like uh, I I like to but think on th- your heart. Yeah. yeah, I like to think that he lived for at least a couple more years after we helped him. Get Sang back your praises
2: speed. in the woods to his squirrel friends.
1: I hope so. I hope that bought me some good karma. Clearly didn't pay off. But, yeah, I'll look at um, you
2: sitting over there with your ankle up.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, listen, that squirrel didn't shove you on the ice. So that's true. <laughs> Don't blame I did speedy. that myself.
2: <laughs> I personally would prefer to nurse a squirrel back to health than a bird. Yes. <laughs> because birds are the worst. I mean, yeah. any mammal. Yeah, is better than a bird. I was bird.
1: gonna say there's another sure.
2: Calvin
0: and Hobbes storyline where he finds an injured raccoon, yeah, and uh, nurses it back, and then it, but it eventually dies, and it's very sad, and that was like a very transformative uh, little strip for me. Jesus, um, yeah, because it's very important. Uh, you know, uh, you ever think about the like? There's so many like things in children's entertainment about death. Yeah, uh, and it's like because like that's such an important thing to teach. Yeah, yeah, children. And so, like, and it, there's always this, like, how do we do it, like, respectfully, but, like, you know, so it doesn't, like, fuck them up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Disney's, like, haha. Ha, and, like, we well, go. and, uh, you know, this is a bit of a tangent, but I'm curious if there's something you, either of you, remember as, like, the thing that first, because that was the thing for me, the Calvin and Hobbes thing with uh, the raccoon was the first thing that kind of, like, really taught me about oh. death uh, before, like, my grandfather passed, which mm-hmm. was more of a, like, visceral, like, personal thing. Um, you know, by that, I knew that he would die eventually, but then, you know. When my grandfather died was the first like big hit.
1: Oh God, I just <laughs> remembered is, it and it's oh bad. Oh, it's no. really upsetting.
2: See, mine's the opposite. Mine's yeah. very much not that because yeah. um I had a tamagotchi.
1: <laughs> okay. Back in the day. And no, okay. Mine's in the less yeah. upsetting now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah. thought I'd go first. Yeah, go for um, it. Mine you. is a
2: tamagotchi. I had a yeah. tamagotchi. I freaking loved the thing of course you know 90s kid loving that thing um and only 90s kids only 90s kids <laughs> <laughs> um but basically what happened is my my mom washed a pair of my pants or like a sweater or something oh, no. that my tamagotchi was in and <laughs> it wouldn't stop beeping like eee like very annoying Wait, screaming like was in the wash no after oh. so it was like it's sitting like, on the my counter Tamagotchi's yeah in there. it's like eee and my mom just kind of hit her wall. And so she, she, ham- she took a hammer to
1: it. Oh, my <laughs> God.
2: So she, she killed it. And, uh, and I was really upset about it. Uh, but that is the, old, the first memory that stands out to me about learning about death. is uh, my mom smashing my Tamagotchi with a hammer because she was like, Joanna, it's not going to stop. It's just not going <laughs> to stop. And I was like, but maybe it will. And it, it didn't oh, because God. it did stop. Yes. Because she made it she stop. <laughs> it stop. Yeah. yeah,
1: she made it stop. She
2: apologized, but she was like, "I have to do it." Yeah, it's gone.
1: Wow.
0: Leave the room, Joanna. <laughs> Mine's got to be Mufasa. Be oh
1: yeah. yeah, you know what?
2: That oh, might, sure, that's yeah. probably yeah. A, that's probably one of mine as well.
1: Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. I remember spending a lot at like I was in hospital a lot when I was a kid, and we had um, two movies. Two or three you movies. Mentioned this yeah. yeah. And there was Free Willy, it was the Lion King, right. it was Aladdin. Amazing. And I was really into the Lion King. Of course. Yeah. And just over and over again I was just like, Oh yeah, I guess people die. Mm-hmm. At least Lions do. Lions do. Yeah. <laughs> if will to be stampede yeah. on Yeah. circle yeah. of life. <laughs> circle of life. And that's what that movie's about. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, I I I just that's I think that's an easier one mm. because it's so violent. Yeah. Sure, yeah. It still and it's like cry. it's like a
0: you know the the betrayal of Scar. Yeah, they make a big deal out of it. Long live the king. Ugh. I love Scar. Hi-yah. Scar, brother, help, help <laughs> me. <laughs> Anything but that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting because like Bart has kind of a similar like not similar but like uh, the the idea of death kind of like hits him in this episode. I think maybe for the first time. I think it's th- more like that he killed something. Well that's like what I mean, he's but like at, at fault. Yeah. But uh but I'm just trying to think if there was like a a specific episode earlier, Greg, that where Bart deals with death in some way. I, and I can't picture one. Yeah. Which seems strange that they haven't yeah. gone through. Because 'cause they've had like ants, great ants die yeah. and things like that, and it's always just
1: like It's just played for goofs. Yeah.
0: It's like ah ding dong, the witch is dead. Yeah. Um Great Aunt Hortense. Yeah. Um but this is yeah I think this is the first time he's really dealt with death and it, like like you said Joanna it is a big reason is because he is responsible for it and didn't want to be I think that's like you said Greg uh very important that he uh doesn't purposefully kill this bird mm-hmm. um and apparently that was something in the writers room about like how do we do how do we do this story without Bart actually trying to kill the bird and so they came up with the idea of the he
1: purposefully moves it but the sight is crooked or whatever which is
2: it makes sense for winning it. at a
0: family fun center yeah, exactly. for 8,000 tickets I mean
1: like they could have said you even compensated for the wind yeah that could have worked oh, too yeah. because yeah. that's that's what you would do
0: I mean if you're a fucking sniper in World War II I don't know about a BB gun <laughs> <laughs> even more so for
1: a BB gun they're BBs fair enough I've never shot a BB <laughs> gun I don't know they specific, They don't. They're not rifles. They don't right. have rifling. So they wind even. They're BBs. That's, that's why. <laughs>
0: like that's your explanation. That's they're BBs. They're that BBs.
1: That's why a paintball doesn't fly straight mm. because they suck.
2: <laughs> I had no idea.
1: Yeah, I've never begun paintballing. No.
2: No. no I'm a, I've always been scared because I've seen people with like welts. Oh yeah. Man, like big bruises. But originally, I, I'm one of my best friends is getting married. She was supposed to get married this year, but couldn't clearly um but one of her ideas was to go to a thrift store and get some like thrift wedding gowns and go paintballing for her bachelorette party and i was willing to do that for my first time paintballing but um not just for fun you know now it's a postponed and so i'll just (laughs) we'll just hold
0: off for a little while see what happens see what happens
1: Um, i i really liked paintballing when i was a kid until i you know incident well, it just turned out that, A, my glasses kept fogging up. And oh, so sure. I had to be like, my glasses. And I was the <laughs> you fucking Hill house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then once I brought my dad and he liked it way too much. Oh, so, oh no. Yeah. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend of the pod. He, he had way too much fun. And With he Rick's was dead on for the he, last episode. Oh, well, the, I love yeah, that. The thing is, he was like, he grew up uh in the bushes of Ontario where they would go hunting every season. He didn't like hunting really, but he sure liked hunting kids <laughs> on the paintball range. Because he was he was like, we there was this there was this That uh, sounds like the tagline for a like shitty horror movie. Yeah. Like- <laughs> there was this arena called Bus and Van and there was like a bus and a van at one side and that's where your two sides would start. And Bus and Van. Yeah. And we were like we were like, let's make it all of us against my dad and this guy um, and so we did that and then and this guy whoever this guy was just like laid down fire so that we would go to him and my dad just went around the back and just shot us all in the back incredible wow. yeah well, I, all I have, of us I have something
0: to tell you Greg that guy was me oh.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> how
0: it old was were
1: you, you? That's impossible! That's impossible! <laughs> I'm gonna jump in a garbage chute. Yep. Uh, what was
0: I gonna say? Oh, uh, Milhouse RAP. Uh, you just brought up Milhouse. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. We should put pour one out for Milhouse as yeah. he's dead.
1: He's Whoa. dead? <laughs> Milhouse is dead? I mean, basically he oh gets God. run but off the, the road. Episode, he yeah. like gets
0: run off and it bursts into flames.
1: They do a mole man with Millhouse. They do, they do. They um, mole man millhouse. Mole man millhouse. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not good, especially well, I mean like We don't see him again in the episode. No, but you do hear him. Do we? Yeah, when he's like Millhouse Oh right, what? yes. Thank you. Oh yeah. He's probably laid up in yeah, he, uh yeah. you know, uh, burn bandages. Yeah. And, yeah. In his in his bed. Um oh, it's kinda like that where it's like you need to win this tonight. There's a little crippled boy who's depending on you. I know because I crippled <laughs> I him crippled myself <laughs> to inspire you. <laughs> and it cuts and its Millhouse. Like I hope they win. Or yeah. Mr. Burns said he'd be back. Be back. Jeez. So it's like they
0: do this with Millhouse. It's true. Millhouse is he's kind of the the kid version of Mole Man. Mm-hmm. In, yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. Um.
1: But I mean, and I mean, like he jumped off the dam. It's true. And that. then his his glasses are broken. Yeah. That's it. My glasses. My glasses.
0: Uh, <laughs> but so Bart raises these eggs. I I actually so I want to say I actually do enjoy as I kind of teased at the beginning. I do enjoy the first two thirds of this episode. Me too. The first bit. two acts are good. I think they're very good because it is uh in the spirit of um miracle. No, <laughs> uh Marge be not proud. Thank you, Marge be not proud. Where it's a Marge Bart kind of story where. He's doing something that little boys often do, which is get into trouble and be a little little rascal, a little miscreant. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Marge is like, instead of being, you know, at first she's like trying to be like disciplinarian and like say, you know, don't do this. And like, here's what you need to do to be a better person. And he's like, I'm going to fight against that. Uh, But then eventually she's kind of like, you know, whatever, like enjoy killing, you know, like she has that uh, moment, which is similar to in Marge be not proud where she's just like, I, I guess he got away from me. Like, I guess he's gr- growing out of the little special little guy that I love. Yeah. Um, and she kind of resigns to uh, accept it. And I think there's a really interesting story there that, uh, again, my thesis for season 10 is they should be aging the characters. Cause it's a great story for Bart becoming more of a teenager, not still a 10 year old. Mm. Right? Um, and and Marge kind of like feeling that same kind of uh, loss of innocence that she's feeling would make more sense if he's becoming uh, more of a more of a young adult rather than uh, a child still. Um, all that being said, I do think the decision to have that twist where it's like surprise it's lizards and then they go on this weird kind of like caper with the bird uh, society people trying to kill him. Uh, It just kind of goes off the rails and becomes less meaningful and less heartfelt that it could have been.
1: Like what's what's more powerful is at the end of the second act, they hatch their baby birds. Marge says, I'm so proud of you. Then the third act is him raising, them, learning how to be a parent and learning
0: what his mom had to do. with.
1: And then he has to let them go. Yeah. Yeah by the end of the episode because they're birds. Because they're birds. And, and they're, they're wild birds. And they're growing out of his care. Exactly. Just right. like He's
0: doing to March. Exactly like right. Like there's some
1: nice parallels that could take place, but instead they're like, what would be funny? Yeah. Is if it was lizards. <laughs> you could still make it funny because yeah. you can still make him try and do the regurgitation stuff. Of course. Right? Oh yeah. Like he's a silly He'll be kid. Like yeah. Um and and like the and the whole the whole thing is is leading to that. Yeah. But it's very season nine, yeah. Where it's like, now nah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna have emotion. We're not gonna, we're not gonna yeah. feel ooh, sentimental. But a little ooh, too sappy. Ooh, let's uh, let's move away from that. Get a have, little,
0: get a little real in here. <laughs> let's have Burns and Mo and Apu and Skinner all be in a bird watching society. What the fuck, guys? That sounds funny. Skinner, yes, perfect casting. Yep. The rest,
1: get out of here. Skinner, get some randos. Skinner and him dragging Edna. Yeah, that's fine. Makes sense. <laughs> Because then we get her shoving Marge, which But is then funny. you get yeah, no, okay. Mole Man in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mole Man's in there. He's already I been would ex- shown
1: to like birds. I've I would accept Mo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine. I would <laughs> accept Mo because he's got a weird personal life. It's true. That's
0: fair. Um, <laughs> Reads the kids at the hospital. Yeah.
1: I would accept <laughs> none of the others.
0: Yeah, Burns, uh, Burns is the most egregious. Yeah, it doesn't and, make any sense. And I was even watching it this time. I was trying to figure out why, like what the joke was they had the, like no other character to do this but Burns. And I don't think there is one. Like, There's nothing that Burns says in uh, the whole scene, the whole stuff with the birdwatching society yeah. that couldn't be given to a different character and still be fine. Yeah. It's very weak. And it's, it's like we've been saying about the whole shrinking their universe and having just, oh, we have these character models or we have these characters we think are funny, so we'll just put them in any situation rather than situations that make
1: sense yeah. for the characters.
2: Yeah, I, I, that, that's never good. I, it's, it's almost like the I know him factor yeah which is i pandering i hate that
1: yep and it makes the world smaller it yes. does
2: it really does
1: by having all these people that we know they don't even they don't even bother doing like uh, weird character models that we haven't seen before just put the sarcastic guy in there put raphael there put uh just stamp the ticket guy put uh the guy
0: who eats the bee in that one episode yeah <laughs> i'm cured i mean, I mean ouch. ouch like they have those characters they models, don't I have imagine. to talk yeah, exactly. But just like having some randos in the background is what I loved about the show uh, early on, and yeah. through up to this season at least, uh, is when you're like, "Oh yeah, Springfield's." Even though we know a lot of the wacky main characters, there's still a lot of people that live in Springfield that are just
1: part of the mobs all yeah. the time. Um, so yeah, the, the whole biggest whole third problem act just... with the big mob in in the Simpsons movie. Mm-hmm. is you know every single yeah. character in oh, it.
2: Yeah, I don't know about that. There's like, so no you, extras. Yeah, it, it's it's way more convincing and fun if you have those extra characters because, I don't know, there's something also special about like the, the one-off lines that come from those kind of characters too and uh, they stick. Yeah. So I completely agree that if it was... Should have been somebody else, different crew.
0: Should, yeah, should have like uh, again. I think Skinner's obviously the
1: perfect uh, cast. He's for, good. You need yeah. you, like if you need one person there, he's who the, people he's the, recognize. He's the wiener
0: adult who would yeah. be a yeah. bird watcher. Absolutely, at, uh, and I love him.
1: He's my favorite character. Yeah, and he watches the stars. He would make yeah. sense. He would watch birds. Of course. Like he's a he's a nerd, and we love him yeah. because he's a
0: wiener. But the other ones are just. We- and then Apu, the whole Apu thing, where it's like he's the one who brought the lizards there in his donut box. For the quickie mart. It should have been Mo. It should have been Mo. Yeah. <laughs> when you said it should have
2: been Mo, I was like, absolutely. Like, yeah. that would have made way more sense.
0: He's like, I'm smuggling these Bolivian tree lizards, uh, you know. uh oh, two of them got oh, out. No, they got out. Yeah. I was selling them to the highest bidder.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's got them in the back with the pandas. Yeah. Like, the th- we've seen it before. Yeah. We've seen it. He has whales, whales back there. Pandas. He has pandas back Russian there. Russian roulette. Russian roulette. <laughs> like, he's a scumbag with a scumbag life. Yeah, um,
0: but yeah, and then the ending also just feels very season nine ending. Yeah, you know, I remember thinking it was very funny as a kid. The like kind of weird fact animal, that he uh, gets
1: a candle.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: that's pretty really good. Is really funny. Yeah, that's good. And he's like
0: looking at it very proudly.
1: I like Logan Barry. I like that little touch.
2: But it also looks like the candle has been already used once. <laughs> there's like, just once. there's yeah, like yeah. maybe once. Yeah, yeah, it's still quite large, but yeah. there's like melted wax along the side of it. Yeah. Like, okay, so
1: uh, you get this used was candle this used
2: for a bath. It was or? like it was
1: like Quimby forgot the key to the city or right. something. Yeah,
2: oh, I got this <laughs> candle in my car. Yeah, I
1: don't know, I'll just give him a candle. Give a, kid. a candle. It's in, from my office. Here you go. <laughs> He'll take it. So Lisa's like, they gave you a candle. Yep, yeah. yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the yeah, the discussion that Skinner has with Lisa, where it's like, what happens when the lizards overrun? Yeah. Oh, we got snakes. What about the snakes? Gorillas. Gorillas, and then they'll just freeze to death. Like, it's a funny idea, but it's again, it's just that undercut of any kind of emotion or any kind of like interesting character development for
1: uh in in it's a Bart Marge story that yeah. forgets that yeah. yeah. In the last five minutes, because it remembers it enough in the bird watching scene because she's like, you should run. I'll stand in the way. I'll help you. Like all that. But like after that, it just it doesn't end. It doesn't end with that in mind. Like if you doesn't wrap it up in. Yeah. If that's where your what your story is about, it should end on that note. It's a very, very poor ending for something that's set up quite nicely. Agreed. Anyway.
0: <laughs>
2: I think you nailed yeah, anyway. it when you said like the, the, the avoidance of emotion. Cause yeah. that's exactly what it was. Cause yeah, there was mo- quite, quite like lovely moments between Marge and Bart during the first two thirds. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it kind of was absent and felt very,
0: they've meh. lost, they've lost their heart and they have all throughout season nine, I feel. Um, and that's, you know, why I always kind of lament season nine as being the beginning of the end, the beginning of the downfall. Um, and I honestly was not expecting as much heart in this episode as as there was, mm. uh in in those first two acts. But again, just the, like yeah, they they feel like I I can't remember any specific examples right off the top of my head in season nine, but there was a bunch of them where I remember they're like getting close to it, and then they're like let's make a joke instead, you mm-hmm. know? uh And especially with the endings, the endings yeah. were always a big problem in season nine, and they're continuing in this season, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. In in the case of uh, of an episode like this, one of the reasons why Marge be not proud is an episode that before we started doing this show was one that I didn't go back to was because the amount of uh, of heart and the amount of um, of just Bart feeling guilty and awful was something that made me feel guilty and awful. Yeah. But it's one of the most Exceptional episodes of the show When it comes to Bart and his mother This one sets it up It's there It's there It's right there And it's The the problem is So many times in season 9 It is right there And they're just too scared to go for it yep. And like the one time they do in King of the Hill You're like Great. That was good nice, Good yeah. job You did it You finally did it and then never again. Yeah, to the point that I even forgot that
0: that had a, a decent ending. Yeah, until we both just did. just said it just now. Well, well like,
1: I, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, until and, we did it. And then we did the episode, and I was like, holy shit, they did it. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm proud of you, Dad.
0: Yeah. And it's like, well, that's nice, because, like, that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> Where yeah. Where there's actual...
1: It could have just ended with him between... smacking the, te- the telescope and saying, God damn it. Yeah, totally. But it doesn't. Bart gets to tell his dad that he's proud of him. Yeah. And nobody can take that away. And this episode almost had it. Anyway, why do why this. do
2: you think they're scared? Why do you think they're scared to fall through? Are they just trying to be funny? Are they it's, just trying to be yeah. like quippy and like, ha ha, ha look at us?
1: It's I think the sands of time. Like <laughs> it's the, the it's the sands <laughs> of. I'm like uh, like, it sounds like a joke, but I'm like I'm kind of serious at this point because we're getting into the late '90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. where cynicism is comedy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And being mean is funny. Yeah. It's, that's. That's just what comedy is—ripping on each other.
0: Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean that's the shift of the show that we've been seeing as well with with jerkass Homer um, becoming oh, yeah. more prevalent. Uh, yeah. uh, but also I think in general as well, what I start to see as the seasons go on, uh, post season eight, uh, but even there's some hints in season eight too. But uh, it's this idea that um, the char- the characters are not are, are becoming joke machines, right? Like yeah. it's this idea that. What would be, and it's like kind of what I said about Burns earlier, where it's like a lot of the stuff he says can be transposed to a different character and it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Um, Because they're not writing for the characters anymore. They're writing jokes and then giving them to characters. And that's what happens even more like uh, season 11 on, it becomes even more apparent where Marge makes jokes that do not fit her character that actually probably would be funny if Homer said them, you know, Mm -hmm. and vice versa, or, you know, you could dive into that quite a bit, I'm sure. But, yeah, it's just like they're they're writing jokes versus writing character arcs or writing episode arcs. You know, it's just like what would be funny here. Yeah, um, and sometimes it works. You know, don't get me wrong. Sometimes if I can tell this is just a joke that they wrote, not necessarily like Homer falling down the stairs. I think that's just a funny joke that could be an any other episode oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah you know it's it doesn't seamer. need to be yeah, yeah it doesn't need to be a part of this particular episode they just had an easy out with the light bulb thing yeah um it's
1: a fun payoff it's like we had a <laughs> we had a spare light bulb lying around do do do
0: do he's fine. Yeah.
1: that's it's great it's very
0: funny yeah um but like yeah you see that and you're just like yeah they're like they just wrote that because it's a funny joke and it will sometimes work but a lot of the times it does not for me because mm-hmm. it's very devoid of character. Mm. Like if they had written that joke and gave it to Marge, not funny. No, no. you know, it's no. funny cause it's Homer. Yeah. And I don't think they'd go that far. I don't think they've, yeah. they've ever gone far enough with giving Marge like slapstick jokes yeah. where she gets hurt. Cause that would not be funny. No, <laughs> no. Um, but it's like, only it's only funny because idea. it's Homer and yeah.
1: him getting hit by a bucket of baseballs. is hilarious. So oh
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and him getting mad at the bucket of baseballs. <laughs> him getting angry at the machine as if it's gonna th- throw yeah. him a fastball or a slow pitch. And like and it just hits his fingers. Yeah. And it's like, ow, ow. And he just it rolls him over. I like That's that. funny. It's a very funny visual. Yeah. So well, do yeah, you wanna followed up,
2: followed up by Bart. Wow, you get a lot of balls for twenty five cents. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, do you wanna head over to the reference desk if there's nothing else yes, to say? We have about... nothing else to say, let's yeah. do it.
0: So, references. There's actually not a lot uh, this time around that I could find. Um, the uh, sign for the Family Fun Center is uh, as seen on When Disaster Strikes 4. Uh, that is a parody slash reference to Fox reality shows like that at yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, there actually was one called When Disaster Strikes, so it wasn't even like they made one up. We've seen that before with when buildings collapse, yes. Um, but yeah, when disaster strikes, uh, octopussy is, is mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nelson calls Bart Octawussy, yep. Oh, nice mm, and delicious huh. pun. Uh, and then uh, Kresgen is mentioned. You know, Kreskin? no, I don't. No. He was like a, a Nostradamus type character. I meant to look at, or uh, uh yeah, a, mag- a magician, right. Uh, because uh, mentalist magician so like he would do things like predictions and right. uh, you know stuff like that but it became like a common um, like Houdini is used as like oh thanks Houdini if someone does like magic. Right. Kresgen became kind of that word for people doing like mentalism
1: Okay. Or, oh know. okay. So that's it. Oh, All right. <laughs> uh the scarf that Nelson wears when they go out and shoot BB guns um, kind of reminds me of a Christmas story but I don't I was just saying It reminds me of a Christmas Carol, Muppet Christmas Carol. I was thinking
2: of a Christmas Story as well because the, B- you're the BB shoot gun. Your eyes. Oh sure, yeah, yeah,
1: that yeah that the sense. BB gun. That, that um, could be why. It feels like I haven't that. seen Christmas Story. I've seen it once in my life. So. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think I've only seen it once all the way through because yeah. I find it so uncomfortable. It's quite. Yeah. It's a weird. It's a weird movie. It's a weird movie that shouldn't have been made. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, favorite jokes from the from the app. Yeah, one of them. Like I honorable mention to uh nelson saying we're going out you sure you don't want to put on a scarf that's your no, health I think I'm okay it's your, your health. health yeah i that's think that's funny. i think that's yeah. really funny uh my favorite joke of the episode is the one two three homer falling down the stairs it's great
2: Go very good yeah
1: joe do you have one
2: yeah um My favorite joke of the episode was um, just kind of a small little off one near the end, actually. But it was when Homer is talking to Marge about when she was in labor. And he was like, yeah, you push Bart out in like five minutes. And she was like, no, it's 52 hours. But uh, yeah. Was it that long? She said 52 hours. And then I actually texted my mother in the episode to see how long I was. She was in labor with me. And she said, 30 hours and 37 minutes. Yes, wow. I remember it to the minute.
0: Yeah. Wow. Um,
2: cause when So when I heard that joke, I, I, I laughed really hard because I was like, yeah, no, yeah. Marge definitely remembers the 52 hours or uh, whatever. of
0: Absolutely. Her she was in. Yeah. I feel like I've asked my mom that before, too. And I think I'm surprisingly like low hours.
2: I was the longest yeah. and I like never mom- will th- forget that yeah
0: because <laughs> i think my sister who's older than me was uh like a long labor and i think i was first so like, one's usually the hardest yeah by comparison she was like oh that was a cinch yeah
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i'm the first so there yeah. you go yeah
0: yeah um great that's yeah that's funny yeah <laughs> i thought i thought it was good homer's just like ah yeah, flew
2: by. was out in five minutes
0: no, and she's just like,
1: oh, no. God, time did it's sure fly by, just didn't it? <laughs> um, my mom talks about that with uh, my dad all the time. How he just wanted to go home and watch the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. So.
2: Yeah, my mom puked in my dad's shoe. Nice. So.
1: I mean, nice.
0: It's the beauty of Alberta. Yeah, American it's gorgeous classic. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to got to keep up with Flintstones.
1: You do. They're the modern studio channel. It's in syndication. <laughs>
0: Uh, Mine is, I I think, the steel tongs for sure, but because we already talked about that, I'm going to do an honorable mention to, what'd you get? Mustache comb? What'd you get? Fake mustache? Want to comb it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. That's funny. Lisa has some good uh, little kid moments in this. Like, I call the front seat uh, at the very end, um, move move over, pokey. (laughs) <laughs> when when she's going past her mom, yeah, yeah, slowpoke, yeah. yeah. I also like slow and steady wins the race. I, yeah, the whole crew goes lapped, laps, baby. Her. Yeah, um, I you also like when Mario Kart. That was great. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No. I I like it when Homer goes by and is like, "Look, Bart, I'm driving. We're all proud of you, Dad." <laughs> uh great there's some good stuff in this episode yeah it there's just, some great jokes. it
0: doesn't skip it doesn't stick the landing though. exactly no yeah. yeah and that's why because my memory of the episode uh before watching it today and in general is always the lizard episode yeah you know that's what sticks out yeah. as the 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 episode as a whole when in reality the first two acts as we said no lizards and yeah. it's actually really good i think and it's just like yeah that huge pivot at the end is what kind of uh, taints the whole the whole experience uh yeah. episode mvp uh i'm I'm picking bart i'm picking marge i'm picking marge as well nice. yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah i think marge did a was a great mom yeah did i I, I think
0: it was between those two for yeah. me as well yeah. but yeah. I, I just like bart because again i really identify with him and like yeah. a lot of the stuff in this episode where i was a little rascal at some point in my life you know where i was hanging out with the bad kids as it were and doing things that were you know untoward and i probably shouldn't have yeah. And uh, my mom is the one who, you know, kind of steered me clear. Uh, and so, like, that whole relationship really rung true for me. Yeah. Uh, and also why, because I identify with Bart more, I, I, I think that was just such a great
1: journey for him. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. I think this is the first episode in a while where I was on Bart's side. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Because... When they, it's they, not, a, they
0: brought him back to that like humanizing yeah. uh, little kid who's just trying to do his best, but also like
1: has a bit of a wild streak. Or you it's know. really important that they do that every once in a while, or else I completely get what the doctor says. Yes, you know, yeah, the so. doctor's hatred of Bart yeah. rings true in many episodes, in many episodes. But it's episodes
0: yeah. like this and Bart, Marge be not proud that like
1: really rein it in for me, where I'm yeah. like, I get it though. I needed one. Yeah. I really needed one after the past several, where he's just like a he's just a joke machine. Yeah. and they're usually
0: bad. Hell, like when even in the last episode where he's like, "Hey, we swearing down here? Hell, hell boob's crap. Yeah, whatever." And it's like, "All right, All like, right get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> you little you little butthead." Yeah. Uh, great. Any final closing thoughts? Hey,
1: thanks for doing this at your house this time. Hey, my pleasure. And thanks for putting <laughs> my drive foot anywhere. <laughs> on a pillow. <laughs> I really appreciate that part. No problem. I also have some
0: pain meds. Do you want? I got some like Vicodin. What kind of? Oh, I some, Vicodin. I got some wow. fentanyl. No, I don't. I don't have any opioids <laughs>
2: on the record. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, if the FBI is listening, <laughs> I do not contribute to the opioid crisis. Um, but yeah. Uh, thank you to Joanna. for Yeah. Thank
2: you both for having me. It was super fun. Yeah. And uh, I think it was a good episode for me to come and watch. Yeah. But I know I like the little heartfelt tug at the heartstrings. They didn't fully, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm glad pull we got you on the for, end, but. Because I was even thinking about this. I'm like, man, these again. These first kind of like four or five episodes, we'll see. Uh, I think are again like more on the side of season nine, whereas where they're more. They're not like outright horrible. Mm-hmm. They just have some problems yeah. that, that are like evident as the series goes on. They're kind of fun to talk about. They are fun to talk about so far. And I feel I I'm worried about the yeah. the, <laughs> oh, no. the rest of the season. And so uh we'll see though. Like who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad we had you on for this one and not one like Sunday cruddy Sunday or something where it's just they go to the Super Bowl and there's jokes and that's it there's a lot of jokes in that episode and a lot of celebrities who i don't give a shit about because they're all football related and yeah yeah. anyway
2: yeah no this one was fun it's uh like you said i think i think it's uh greg like the it's flawed Mm -hmm. in a sense which kind of makes it more interesting to talk about sure because it you can talk about the what ifs so yeah i don't know thanks for having me super fun. Thanks You're for
0: welcome. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Alan? Uh, yeah, uh, that's it for us. Uh, next time will be our uh, uh, Halloween in February or January, whenever, we <laughs> whenever we're whenever we doing it. Because uh, it's a Treehouse of Horror episode. We'll have our horror expert on for the very last time. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, thank you for listening everybody. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bad Neighbors Pod, which by the way, we just hit 500 likes on Facebook. We did Good it. Good work. Which is pretty pretty cool. That's thanks pretty cool. everybody. I remember really being happy when we hit two hundred. And this is yeah. that was like three years ago. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: thanks everybody. We're um, doing it. you did yeah, it. Yeah,
0: thank you everyone for liking us. Uh, please continue to do so. Uh, let's let's get a thousand. <laughs> um, That'd be great. That'd be incredible. And uh, you can email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon where we just dropped our uh, Phantom Menace commentary. Oh and yeah. uh, our next episode. Uh, we don't know what it'll be We usually try to do a commentary And it's something else every, every month mm-hmm. uh, Sometimes zombie years we, we might do another zombie years But I have some other ideas So mm-hmm. there might be something new Right on uh, But that's Boathouse Studios on Patreon And it's two bucks a month And gets you all of our bonus content Yee. Um, That's it We're gonna go now So yep. thanks everybody And keep watching the ski. <laughs>